Great to have your company on Racing Pulse. Don't forget the preview of Sandown will be occurring at 11 o'clock. We'll catch up a little later in the program with Dan Bowman, who's got one of the shortest price favourites today. We'll also hopefully have a chat to Cliff Brown a little later, trying to find you all of the midweek winners. Tassie time still to come, and we'll head over to Hong Kong and find you all the midweek winners as well. Time now to have a chat to Neil Brainbridge, who is the boss of the Cranbourne Turf Club. They've got a very special night coming up, which we'll speak about in a moment for our great mate Dean Lester. But I wonder how the news yesterday was received from the uh, the Cranbourne Turf Club. That may be uh, their very select date in Spring Carnival could evaporate if these pro, uh, projected changes do occur. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Oh, good morning, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks. Uh, what was your thoughts when we were breaking the news on Racing dot com uh, with Racing dot com's Paul Tatnell yesterday, and the subsequent media reports that the carnival could change and it doesn't seem to have a spot anywhere near where it is now for the Cranbourne Cup. Well, I think, first of all, Michael, um, it probably wasn't used to the Cranbourne Turf Club. Um, so what I would say is that Racing Victoria has been in consultation with the club through Matt Welsh and also Andrew Jones on a number of occasions. Um, and so, you know, we've had some really good dialogue with Racing Victoria. It's been going on, you know, certainly before Christmas. So it certainly wasn't used to the club. Uh, and I think part of that process that we've been appreciative of Racing Victoria is um, they've certainly given the opportunity for the club to put in a submission, uh, of which the club has put in multiple submissions and been fortunate enough to meet with both Andrew and Matt uh, and put our position forward. Uh, you know, and our position is one of supporting Racing Victoria and some of these initiatives. Uh, we support absolutely the strengthening of the Spring Racing Carnival. Um, the Spring Racing Carnival, as we know it today, uh, continues through to the end of November and, uh, and the last meeting of that carnival is currently at Caulfield being Zipping Classic Day. Uh, so we support the, the strengthening of the back end of the Spring Carnival, uh, but what we support is the strengthening of the existing dates. We support the strengthening of the Cranbourne Cup program, and we certainly support the strengthening of the Ballarat Cup program. So you know, we have an outstanding Spring Carnival uh, in Victoria, um, but reality is, is right at the moment, um, the two least funded days in the Spring Racing Carnival are the Cranbourne Cups and the Ballarat Cups, and it's our firm's firm view uh, that both Cranbourne and Ballarat can continue to play a significant role in the Spring Racing Carnival uh, and we're going to continue to work with Racing Victoria to give ourselves every opportunity to be able to uh, provide that opportunity so that the Spring Carnival can be strengthened in the back end um, through continued conduct of those cup meetings at Cranbourne and Ballarat. So what's the proposed new date for the Cranbourne Cup if these changes do come to fruition? Well, I, I think there's been, you know, only high-level discussions about, you know, potential changes about new dates for Cranbourne and Ballarat. Um, you know, the Cranbourne Turf Club has a very clear view and that our number one preference is to remain as a standalone Saturday in the Spring Racing Carnival. And, and that's the reason why we've met with Racing Victoria and Country Racing on a number of occasions and put together what we think is a very, very good alternative for Racing Victoria to consider as they look to strengthen the back end of the carnival. Um, that would that, that would not require the disruptive measures that, that potentially are currently being proposed, uh, and we think we're in a strong position to be able to deliver. That said, uh, we, you know, we are mindful of the fact um, that if uh, an event such as significance like a Cox Plate was to move, um, you know, that, that would certainly uh, that, that would certainly require some change, um, you know, to some of these country cups. So, so realistic, we're mindful of that. Um, you know, I think Michael Brow said earlier that you know. It's only 50-50 at best that 
change for Cox Plate. Um, you know, so at this stage, our club's clear view is that the Cranbourne Cup should be run in the Spring Carnival and it should be run uh, on a standalone Saturday. Um, so I think when you go through the races um, and the race ratings, I think what's, uh, what's very well known to a lot of people is the 1,600-metre Ladbrokes Cranbourne Cup this year uh, rated exceptionally well. In actual fact, when you go through the race ratings, rated as well as, uh, you know, some Group 1 races and certainly significantly better than a, a couple of two uh, Group 2 races that were also conducted during the Carnival. So it's a race, but whilst it's only been there for two years at 1,600 metres, it's certainly on, uh, on an upward spiral and it's a race that we as a club are very keen to invest and it's our ambition as a club, given the opportunity, that we'll run the Ladbrokes Cranbourne Cup for $1 million in 2023. So you want the million dollar increase for um, the Cranbourne Cup. If they say, look, we're not going to go that way, we're going we're gonna to move this carnival, do you have a preferential alternative date or would, would that be in December after um, what would be the, the, the Zipping Classic and also the Cox Plate or is that getting too far into the summer period now? Well, it's certainly not ideal for Cranbourne, um, you know, but we're also realistic in the fact that, you know, if that does come to pass, then the club will need to make a decision and continue to work with Matt and, and all the guys at RV. Now, our absolute preference is to, is to stay in spring. If we can't stay in spring, you know, we would obviously like to be uh, as close to the last spring carnival meeting as possible. Um, that would be our clear preference. Now, you know, the, the club's in a position where we think we can deliver significant outcomes for Racing Victoria. You know, the, the club's uh, willing to contribute significantly to its own prize money increases. But I think more importantly, Michael, that, you know, as a lot of people know, Cranbourne's uniquely located, you know, in the southeastern suburbs, in the fastest-growing region in Australia. You know, we've got significant number of uh, first-time home buyers and young people that are moving into the Cranbourne-Casey area in that 18- to 35-year-old demographic. And we talk about new customers that we always need to attract in racing. Um, we think we can play a significant role for Racing Victoria um, by conducting a spring carnival feature at Cranbourne uh, in the city of Casey. Um, and, and that's what we're proposing to do. That's what we're working hard to do. But we are mindful um, that there is significant changes that are being proposed. Um, and, and we may need uh, to be a little bit more flexible. But at this stage, uh, we're in the consultation phase as I said earlier, Matt Welsh and Andrew Jones have been uh, very good and, and very clear with us, uh, and we'll continue to put our best foot forward uh, to what we think would be, you know, the right outcome. What has been the right outcome, without a doubt, is the finale of your Summer Nights, which is a fundraiser for Dean Lester, the Friday, the 27th of January. Uh, and, and speaking of um, fundraising, the GoFundMe page, which we launched two days ago, is now sitting at... $175,000, more than 1,000 people, more than 1,100 individuals have donated to the GoFundMe page. Dean Lester is absolutely blown away with the generosity um, from everyone out there, including Racing Victoria, who this morning made a, a $10,000 donation as well. And I know you've got a big night planned uh, to help Dino, uh, who is one of the most much-loved Cranbourne figures there's ever been. Look, he is, Michael, and, you know, uh, congratulations to, to RSN for, for setting up the GoFundMe page and, and to everyone out there that supported Dean and his family during a difficult time. Um, you know, on behalf of everyone in Cranbourne, I, I also say thank you. Uh, Dean's not only been a great friend, but a terrific ambassador for Cranbourne. Um, it was actually Dean Lester who, who penned a letter to Greg Carpenter a couple of years ago to support, you know, the Cranbourne Cup getting a stand 
alone Saturday and it was Dean Lester off his own back that sat with myself and Greg Carpenter to construct the Cranbourne Cup program. So, uh, you know, he's working across many fronts, uh, helping, you know, a whole range of people. So we're delighted on the 27th of January, um, you know, to put on a fundraiser for Dean and his family. Um, so, you know, we're going to donate 100% of the gate receipts on the 27th of January to the fund. Um, all beverage sales in the Owners and Trainers Bar will donate 100% of those gross sales. Um, and Dean being such a great Cranbourne man that we thought every time a Cranbourne horse wins on the 27th of January, as a club, we'll donate a further $1,000 to the fund. And also we're offering four sponsorship packages on the night, valued at $2,200 each, that we're going to auction. Um, so four lucky businesses will have uh, race naming rights on uh, on the Dean Lester charity night. Um, they'll also get premium dining experience in our tier dining all-inclusive package. And we're also going to have them up in the in the RSN race callers box uh, to listen to the race um, that they're sponsoring. Uh, so those people that uh, would like to get involved in that auction, um, all those proceeds will go to the fund, uh, contact the club uh, to put your bid in. And also, uh, if I could just finish up with Michael to say uh, many thanks to the uh, big price Michael Smith Junior stable and also the Robbie Gibson Mac Cox stable. Uh, they're also putting up uh, an offer for six people to join them uh, at track work uh, one morning during the autumn carnival uh, to sit alongside, you know, Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. and Robbie Griffiths and Matt Pecock um, and, and look at how their stable operates and get the latest information on all their stable stars, including horses like On Thunderstruck. So then I'll auction off two behind-the-scenes money-can't-buy experiences at the Cranbourne Training Centre with two of the state's leading stables. So... Um, really looking forward to that. And if I could just say to Uncorked Wines in Sandringham, we've also contacted the club and donated a bottle of Grange that we'll auction off mm-hmm. as well. And 100% of all these proceeds um, you know, will go directly to Dean uh, and his family. Um, and we, we're sort of all thinking and, and praying for Dean and his family during these difficult times. Uh, that is absolutely uh, brilliant work from yourself and everyone involved at Cranbourne. And uh, if you want to place a bid, as Neil said, just um, contact the club or email Neil nbainbridge at cranbourneturfclub.com.au with your bid and uh, your contact details and all the funds going to Dino. Uh, Neil, well done. We'll certainly talk a lot more in the build-up to that huge Friday night. Good on you, Michael. Thanks for everyone's support at uh, RSN and uh, we're looking forward to do whatever we can during a difficult time for Dean and his family. Absolutely. Uh, Neil Bainbridge, the boss of Cranbourne. Quick break on the other side of this, Tassie Tongue.